Welcome to... It's just David talking about what David thinks. Oh, yowza. It's another episode of uh, Just DQ. Hmm, what are we walking into today? Into this, this derelict room. I think we've got some more some more news coming at you. Let's see what is going on in the news today. Something that the locals might be interested in hearing, interest, interested in seeing, interesting in knowing. Because there are, of course, so many important things happening in your city, in your province, in your country. And in this podcast, I butcher the news. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I'm trying to make it a little bit more interesting. But, uh, of course, as you can see, the setup is a bit limited. This isn't a new studio, as per se, as it is a, a cave. It's a cave. It's a cave. And deep down in this cave, we are hitting the ground running because our episodes are all sponsored by Ground.News, where news is aggregated at a quick pace and at a transparent pace. You know where your news is coming from. You know what they're political stances and you know how they will be framing the news but in this news podcast in this podcast in my basement we're not doing that we have no frame but you'll know my experience and hopefully by the end of all of these episodes and all the time you've listened you would know my own political views which are definitely not so extreme or on one side of the the spectrum I like to think of myself as a rainbow, including all spectrums, but also knowing that sometimes it's best to keep it simple and just wear gray or black or blue, which are my favorite colors. Take that monochrome and shove it up because this rainbow is going gray. Uh, so what the news, what do we got here from today? Hmm, someone swindled out of money. What's new? Actually, what's new is that I actually almost got scammed uh, from a rap a rap car scam. So basically, in a rap car scam, you would, uh, you know, there you see a posting and someone or some company would offer you some amount of money in order to put some type of, you know, rap on your car, some type of sticker. And in this particular scam, they're trying to send me some check. And then after I get this check, I will send some more, some money from that check over to the uh, the sticker company, who would then send me the sticker that I would put on my car in order to get paid. So you know these things sound interesting and they sound like a good opportunity. So I took it, and then suddenly I got this check in the mail, and I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers actually sent me a check for four thousand something dollars. Now, after looking at this check a little more, it looked really, really fakey. First off, this company that was trying to you know, ship me out this this sticker and this check. Well, first off, the check didn't even say the company's name. Instead, it said Dell Canada. The company that I was applying for was not 
a Dell company or any association with Dell. In fact, it was a UK company from across the pond. So what the hell is going on here? So I, I smell a little fishy business. I already been scammed myself before. I'm not above being scammed, of course. You know, I like a good opportunity where money can be free. And this one looked and smelled like a piece of bullshit. So watch out if you're looking to make some easy money from car wraps because uh, I almost got my money unwrapped. Okay, so we learned about some of these news. This is some old news coming from back uh, past, from the past. Saw that old shit. Feeling, feeling excited. Yes, he needs coming back to Toronto. So if you're from the Toronto or the Ontario area, you might want to check out the CNE. I'm going to plug that in because it's a great local attraction, usually at an affordable price. And it's a good thing to do with your friends, family, or your horse they got horses there right you don't want to do anything naughty with the horse but i mean if you want to see some horses in public action with their big asses and even bigger shits take a look at the cne i'm not gonna click on that news because that looks pretty boring what we are going to focus on are some actual uh news that I actually highlighted from before uh if i go down the more stories uh we're gonna see some we're gonna see some stuff um about Trudeau, how he brought in vaccine mandates for travel purely based on politics. I mean, I think that's obvious because he's a politician. So everything he does is political. So let's not click on that. That seems like something that is just trying to trying to beat a roach, you know, trying to trying to spit a fire, trying to blow out the candle. But we already know the candle is about to be like undone. So let's not focus on that. But what we can focus on is the education of our of our of our chillin of our chillin of our children. Uh, so here's a story called Why One Tutor Thinks Ontario's Direct Education Payment Plan is a Horrible Idea. Obviously, I don't watch the news, but I do read the news through ground.news. And if you want to help this community grow, join the Patreon. Uh, decide the fate of the company. Uh, the company. The fate of this project. And maybe we can upgrade this studio uh, with better equipment. Like a green screener. Maybe uh, more drawers to put clothes in. I don't know. I could use a lot in this room. Um, but what we could use more of is money also in the education system in Canada. I myself, I'm a teacher, and what I've heard about is uh, it's quite frightening, mainly about strikes, because I don't want to go on a strike. I feel like I'm talking hokey, Toronto hokey. Any case, so Ontario is pledging to pay parents to help kids catch up. Some say that's not the solution. Uh, so, so essentially, the premier, a big guy with a big belly and a hunger for saving you money, by not giving away the money to education, is pledging $225 million in direct payments to parents to help their kids catch up. What do you mean by catch up? Well, you can hire some type of out-of-public-education educator, uh, tutor, basically, and, and hopefully they'll help you out. Uh, so, Finance Minister Peter Bethlen Falvey now, what he said is that where this money will come from is coming from contingencies in the budget, which means that 
it basically they're saying that this is some extra money that was hiding around. Uh, now, a tutor, a CEO of a larger tutor company in Toronto, believes that the benefit would help her in a way that the parents would then pay for tutors. However, this CEO, Vanessa Vakharia, says it's a pretty horrible idea. Um, well, essentially, what it comes down to is that this money is a bit of a, a laughable percentage of money. It's the amount of money that you couldn't even use to pay for a full session of tutoring, uh, let alone what some parents would have to pay for, like an SAT tutoring course, which I teach. Uh, so I'm going to plug myself in there for sure. Of course, I'm the sponsor of this fucking show. Uh, so yeah, I got to plug myself in there. Um, but yeah, so what are they getting from this two hundred twenty-five million? So if we took that promise of two hundred twenty-five million and we divided it between the province's children, so just Ontario, not all of Canada, and what will you get is perhaps between seventy dollars and ninety dollars per child, which she said is really laughable. Okay, obviously that's super laughable because. Tutoring does not cost seventy or ninety dollars. Um, it costs more than that, and it doesn't cover enough. But it's also quite cringe, and will hurt you like a syringe. Is that in March, the province's financial accountability office reported? What did they report? Let's see what they reported. Boom! Ford government spent five point five billion less on education than it planned to in the first three quarters of. 21 to 22 fiscal year. So essentially within that money, money time frame, that's why they say fiscal, it's a money time frame. Really, the government hasn't been spending enough on education. And so most likely this 250 or 225, so almost like almost a quarter billion, which is basically nothing out of this proposed uh, education budget um, is going towards parents and that is very very sad instead they should you know maybe spend it out more like spend more than money. Like, fucking throw all the money at them like why the fuck are you holding back 5.5 billion and we're calling this a contingency i don't know what's going on but i think that that 5.5 billion can really be used to upgrade the education for most and if not all students uh, ontario is a big freaking place and every student uh from the tip of toronto to the top of this desolate and isolated province in some ways you know if the more north you go people can use this freaking money for something man like come on 5.5 billion is just sitting around somewhere what the hell you know, if I was sitting on that, shit would be a fucking bomb. Build myself a fucking theme park education system, some type of school where you kind of just go on a go on a roller coaster through every class, and then then you find out that um your teacher is a it's a freaking dragon or some type of wizard teaching you teaching you magic. Actually, I'm gonna combine Hogwarts and Disney with the uh, the Avengers. Um, the Avengers building. If I was going to be, if I was going to spend that five point five billion, like what would I do it on? I'd build that school. Combine Hogwarts, combine the Avengers, and then combine Disney. And I think you would never find a, a disillusioned child, or at least a disillusioned a disillusioned student.
maybe throw in some Halo. Uh, you get all the boys to train for the oncoming uh, alien invasion. That's how you spend five point five fucking billion. Come on, it's not difficult. Let's get rolling. Okay, so the next story we got uh is also kind of serious. Um, the federal department managers are making one hundred thousand dollars, and the amount of department managers that are uh, are receiving this has jumped by sixty six percent. So just over half of the um. I guess the employees that are federal department managers are getting 100k. Now, this I, I thought was an interesting story. Um, well, let's see. Well, first off, this comes from the Toronto Sun, which is also a company that is uh, is quite right wing, and what is interest more more I guess cautious or problematic is that they have a mixed factuality. Mm-hmm. So they have a mixed factuality, meaning some of this, uh, some of this story, might require a little more research. So, what did I do? Well, here's the story. Uh, the title says the same. This is from Post Media News, which also owns the National Post. So it's kind of interesting how you have this right wing uh, news source, Toronto Sun, and then like the National Post is kind of like left central sometimes. Uh, but any case, uh, this story. Let's read. Let's read some shit together. So the number of federal department managers earning at least one hundred thousand increased more than sixty six percent since the start of the pandemic, according to Black Locks Reporter. Now, if I click on this Black Locks Reporter, I'll get to this website. Um, Black Locks Reporter mining Ottawa's business, and uh, this story says according to this article uh the federal departments from the outbreak of the pandemic increased by 66 percent the number of managers earning 100k or more according to access to information payroll records obtained by the canadian taxpayers federation cabinet to date has resisted attempts to name individuals six-figure earners under the federal sunshine list all they saw was political landmines well first off if you're a federal manager, I you know I really hope you don't get paid less than 100k. I'll be honest with you. Uh, if you were a federal, if I think if anyone that might be listening was a federal manager, I think you don't want to be paid under 100k. Uh, I don't know how well you would want to work or how motivated you'd be if you were paid that much and you were a federal manager, a federal department manager. Federal, this is like the country, right? You're running parts of the country. Like you can't. I think that you can't let people feel the need to need more money if they're in that position, or they will most likely take advantage of it. Maybe they will do it anyways. Like, what the fuck do I know? Um, I don't have enough money to to even make a claim that I'm willing to scam people because I don't wanna don't wanna lose the money that I already have. But also, it's like you shouldn't have to. Uh, I think consider a second job. If you're a federal department department manager, like what the fuck would you do on the side? Like if you did this job, would you suddenly like can you imagine if your federal department manager also worked at McDonald's or was like your Timmy's server? Is that a possibility? Like a, de- a federal department manager would be someone working at like a fast food place or, or or something else. Like I don't know. But in any case, so this story, that's my spiel on this. I feel like it's a bit of a it's a red herring. Like you're just trying to build up something to 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 you know try to bastardize 
or criticize when you know they probably should at least make 100k no if some of them are making like 500k or 600 or some ridiculous number then i think that could be definitely questionable but it's this article doesn't go that deep mainly because this information that you would find in this sunshine club covid report requires you to be a, a member of uh black locks reporter so if you want to again sponsor Buyakasha, this podcast and please join the patreon share the pennies that you have stored up underneath your couch sofa i know you got a few maybe there might be, even be a dollar but if you found it don't fucking use it for coffee spend that over here so i can uh, make get a membership uh mainly to ground.news so i could read more articles and stuff which could then be shared with you uh, but also, maybe I can also get a membership to this Black Locks reporter and, and be able to um, send and share some economic reports uh, from Ottawa, as, as, this, as this claims here. So let's head back to the report from Toronto Sun. I can't afford that Black Locks shit, so let's go back here. Uh, so, yeah, so citing access to information payroll records obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation... Uh, Blacklocks, yeah, I said cabinet is fighting attempts to name individual six-figure earners under a federal sunshine list. Sunshine. This is ironic that it's called sunshine, yet everyone is in the shade about the names of whoever's, you know, doing their biz biz. So we are not all in this together, said Franco Terrazzano, federal director of the Taxpayers Federation, said in a statement, figures show the number of federal employees paid at least 100K had increased from 69 2007 in 2019 to a record 1,114,443 last year, which is a 66% gain. So a little more than half of this number of people uh, had joined this number of people to now become this number of people that are now earning at least 100K. And uh, Tarazano continues to say taxpayers deserve to know that 45,000 more federal bureaucrats are receiving a six-figure salary than before the pandemic. Well, a lot of people fucking took that CRB too, you know? I know I did. You send free money my way, I'm about to catch that shit like it was a fly ball in the outfield. And I'm sure these these people felt the same way. Yeah. So what else can we... um? What else can you say? And then uh, the federal government has not has no records of its employees ever receiving pay cuts. Oh, is that a possibility? I don't know. Yeah. So that's about it on that one. So who knows how much money these people make? But you know, we we all deserve to make a little more money, I think. Uh, but also, what was interesting though, there was one political cartoon i think i want to shout out oh yeah there was a it was a, a giant uh drug and guns raid called project monarch but i'm not gonna read that because uh you know drugs and guns uh, i mean come on canada you, you know i'll go on with drugs and guns you just gotta first off you can't stop the guns because people are just gonna buy them somehow the drugs yeah, same thing. I don't know how uh, good luck, have fun you'd have for that type of mission. But if Canada's record of decreasing 
um, you know, the carbon footprint has shown you any signs that no matter how much they talk, they can barely fucking walk. <laughs> so I think here's the last thing I'm going to highlight from today. And it's this cool political cartoon. And usually when I see a political cartoon, they're kind of miss, especially in Canada. I don't think the cartoonists are, there's a sense of really good humor in Canada. We don't know how to laugh that well. Most of the time when we laugh, it's kind of like hokey laughs at ourselves for being like too nice or some shit like that. Like that doesn't fucking happen that much. You know, people are holding the holding the door less in Canada. People are holding the door less in Toronto. People are trying to get through their life as quickly as possible. And if someone's in their way, they don't say excuse me or sorry. You know what they do? They just walk around them. You know, or just do like a sidestep around them. But in any case, here's the comic. Do you believe Biden's economic plan created a record number of jobs? Yeah, I have three of them. And then we have the little newspaper of inflation labeled there. Uh, now, what's interesting is that this has become the reality of uh, citizens is having multiple jobs, having no time for yourself, having to earn less money by working more hours in order to compensate for inflation, which is red right there. And that there are a record number of jobs because people don't want to work these low paying, no low wage paying jobs. And so this woman is probably, a, you know, a victim of this. I mean unbridled and unbridging and fucking fallen down uh, socioeconomic systems that we have and uh, that's how I'm gonna, that's how I'm gonna end off this podcast for today uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's news uh, we followed up on some federal management money pay ups tutoring in Canada and Ontario I mean um, that's about it yeah, that's about it. All right. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other, as always. This is Just DQ coming off from the T dots, T-O, the six, however many names you want to call this, this big-ass city. This is DQ sending love and peace. Have a good one, listeners. Bye. It's just David talking about what David thinks.